Did you know that the Vectrex gaming console, which came out in 1984, was the first gaming console with touch control? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 91. My name is Gareth Bryan, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing fine, Gareth. Thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Now, now Paul's coming last moment for James, who's not very well. So thank you that. thanks for doing that, Paul. Hey, you know what? It's not a problem. Anything for you, Gareth. <laughs> did, did, I, did I stop you doing anything else? <laughs> uh, no, I've just... I've just driven back from Scotland, so my, my plans for the evening involved sitting on the settee and not doing much, so I can do that and talk to you at the same time. That's what, that's what we like. Yeah. It's a podcast for the lazy. Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> and on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Hello. Uh, good to be back on. How are you guys? It's been a long time, isn't it? When, when were you on last? I think the last time I was on was the Nintendo E3 one. Oh, that was... That was a good one. About a month ago. Okay, yeah. I can't remember that one. Yeah, I've forgotten it either. No. <laughs> um, Richard, <laughs> Richard, what have you been doing this week, first of all? What fun things have you been up to? Um, well, this week, Laura and I, and the weekend is gone. We're supposed to be, this was originally our first date for getting married. Ah. Um, so we... We sort of made a, a bit of a weekend of it, even though we couldn't. Well, technically, we could get married, but we'd moved the date months before, and um, I'm much happier this way now. But we sort of made a weekend of it anyway. Um, Friday night, we we stayed in the hotel that we had booked in Harrogate, and we had the, the day out there, um, which was very nice. Good. And then Saturday, we met up with some friends, and we went out for some drinks. Um. We went to a bar that's... I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Otley Run. No. But it's, no. it's like a, a, it's a legendary pub crawl in Leeds that's about 22 pubs that lead you into the centre of Leeds. And uh, we we like a pub in on, on the Otley Run called uh, the Dry Dock, which is basically a, a ship that's been plonked onto a big field. And the seating all outside and everything. Um, but in, in our haste to go to this pub, we forgot that it was on the Otley Run. So with this being the first weekend after lockdown was officially lifted, um, there was lots of people there in fancy dress. It sounds like, like a, a good. It sounds like a mission from Skyrim or something. Like yeah, a... it's, it's a thingy, isn't it? Standard sort of uh, Saturday night in Leeds, I'm guessing. Fancy yeah. dress. Sorry, idiots Richard. everywhere. I mean, sorry, uh, jolly punters everywhere. <laughs> um, so we we saw we were sat outside the whole time, tried to avoid going in there because it did get pretty rowdy in there, and we had a really good time. Um, but then I woke up Sunday morning with a raging hangover, and I'd forgotten what that felt like. Mm. I really, really wasn't well on Sunday. Yeah, but you're only a young man, aren't you? Well, I didn't feel so young on Sunday morning. I'll tell you what, get past like 45 and then see what a hangover's like. It takes a week to get rid of. It's <laughs> absolutely dreadful. Yeah, absolutely. I had my first hangover on Sunday as well, and it was horrendous. I thought I was having a heart attack, and then I remember <laughs> I drank. I drank a lot. Uh, Paul, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? I have travelled the length of the country this week. I've been to, I went to Glasgow on Monday spent three days working there and then I've just driven back this uh, afternoon um, so yeah visiting the the land that IT forgot <laughs> it's like the computers there honestly you could start a museum with them so you know they're dreadful the massive great big old things still creaking along on Windows XP 
Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's just that I walked in the place and they all went, yeah, these are the machines. I was like, that's Windows XP. I've not seen that for about 15 years. <laughs> Goodness me. So, wow. yeah, that was uh, lots of fun, bringing them kicking and screaming into the 21st century. But you I had a good time them. in Glasgow. Oh, it was fantastic. I have to uh, give a special shout out to the bar staff at the hotel I stayed at because, honestly, the talk about direct and to the point. I sat down with the menu, had a look, and this woman just came up with, like, do you know what you're having? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, can I have this, please? Aye. And off she went. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> what you, that's what you want. That's Absolutely. Like. No messing about. None of this, oh, tonight's specials are and da 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 da. It was like, what you having? <laughs> Because she was Welsh. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to, was trying to work it out. <laughs> My Glasgow accent is terrible, I tell you. So I'm not going to do it, just in case we have any listeners north yeah. of the border. Yeah, it's a good place, Glasgow. Now, Richard, before I go into my bit, what, what you, what one thing to do in Harrogate? What would I do if I went to Harrogate? What's the one thing I should do? Avoid getting stabbed. <gasps> Poor. I mean, Harrogate. Harrogate is a very, very nice place. Yes, good. It's. Um, it almost feels like a big park surrounds it, and then you've got this little city center in the in the middle. Um, but there's there's the Turkish baths. Oh, yeah, you probably go to. Um, okay. There's a a nice there's a walking tour every day. You can go around okay. and see the sights and sounds of Harrogate. So if I go to the Turkish baths and say Richard sent me, they know who I am. They'll have no idea. I didn't go in there. Okay. We walked, we walked past it and contemplated it. Oh, I'd like her to go to Turkish bath. That'd be good. Um, this week, very quickly, um, I we did a, an Xbox Hub for the Euros. We did a, a what's it called? A, like a pool, what's it called? When we put the money in and got the teams. What's the word for it? Um, the, the, the competition to see who gets the right team. Yes. What's it called, Richard? Richard set it up. And we all had teams and I had Italy and I won. And so I think we, I won 50 pounds and I felt really bad because Italy beat England. And so I thought I've got to do something with, with this money. That's not. The... So I bought my best friend's, um, my best friend's daughter, who's about eight, Animal Crossing. Oh. So that's where it's went. And I, I went down and delivered it and she really likes it. But what was very funny about the situation, about a week ago, I rang up and said, how are you getting on with her, Animal Crossing? And again, she's loving it. She's, she's really good. She's on it all the time. It's quite hard. But she said, what happens is in the daytime, she goes, um, she just buys everything and goes into debt. And then her mum's job at night when she goes to bed is to farm and do all the, <laughs> to do all the work to pay for all the things she's done, which I can believe. I said, what are you And she goes, I quite like it. It's all right. Just it's mind numbing at the end of the day. I said, "This is like a this is a good analogy for real life." Daughter spending the money, you're just doing the work to do it. Yeah. So that was quite. I find that quite interesting. That, that, I, can I just say that was a very nice gesture, Gareth? It did. It felt. It like, was it felt like blood money, and that that was redemption from for you stealing the euros <laughs> for England. That <laughs> was me personally. <laughs> um, good. Right, games. What have we been playing? It's. it's Getting there's quite a few things out. It's been quite good. Uh, Richard, let's start with you. What's your first one? Um, I finished off a game, a little indie game called The Tourist, which is leaving Game Pass the Saturday, I think, at the end of this week, definitely. Um, and yeah, it was it was very good, very enjoyable. You play as a a little little guy visits this island and learns that there's a big secret there's a secret monument on this island and then he has to travel to all these different islands trying to uncover this mystery but whilst he's uncovering this mystery um he can he can go surfing there's a surfing competition for him to enter there's a a kick-up competition and a, or he can just go around taking pictures of people to put into this art gallery so basically get, gets given all these little side quests and diversions to do Whilst whilst trying to uncover this mystery, but um, I made sure to try and finish it this week before it got taken off Game Pass because I think it was like fifteen pounds, and it's it's only a, a, a relatively short game. So I just wanted to make sure I had that done. But uh, if you've got sorry like a spare five hours, 
before before the week's out. I, I would recommend playing it. I think James has just started it as well. I don't know how he's finding it, but I enjoyed it. I did about an hour of it. I really loved it, but I haven't carried on, and I probably won't now. But yeah, it's a shame because it's great. It'd be back on. It'd be back on at some point. Hopefully, yeah. it, it's it's a decent little game. It's great. It looks really good as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. This sort of voxely art yeah. style really makes it stand out. Yeah, yeah. The tourist. Yeah. So, getting pulled. You fancy that? Uh, no. Good. Let's get onto your game. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all the same. What's your um, game? What's your first game? Well, my first game, believe it or not, is Bioshock 2 on the uh, Xbox 360. Now, I know you're covering for James this week, but you yes. don't have to go that far and cover games 10 years old. Well, yeah, sorry. it's weird um, because um, I tra- last time I travelled, I took my Xbox Series, not Series X, Xbox One X with me and ended up breaking the HDMI port. So there was no way in the world I was taking my Series X on the road with me. Not least because if I got to Scotland, they'd probably burn me as a witch or something when they saw it. Um, So what I had to do was break the old Xbox 360 out of storage and then scrabble around to find a game to play. And uh, it just so happened that I had a, a physical copy of Bioshock 2 and I've never played it. Yeah. So uh, I've fired that up and got going. It looks quite interesting so far. You get to play as a big daddy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never, I've never finished a Bioshock game. Um, I like the so way you're telling this, like it's a new thing. <laughs> it's <laughs> new to me. <laughs> have you played the first one? Uh, I have played the first one, but I haven't finished it. Right. Okay. Um, I have also played Infinite and not finished that, but I had never until today played Bioshock 2. Well, wow. un- until this week, rather. So, yeah, so it's been uh, it's pretty groovy so far. Yeah. Are you going to finish this one? Um, probably not. <laughs> until the next time I'm sent out on the road, in which case I will again break out the 360 and take it with me and potentially carry on from where I was up to. Good. <laughs> So you heard it first here, kids, Bioshock 2, out, out <laughs> most shops now. Four out of five stars, would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a little bit more up to date, because the game I'm talking about has come out today. It's a game on Game Pass, and uh, it's called Omno, O-M-N-O, and it's by a solo developer who who who'd worked on other games before and this is their project he's funded by Kickstarter and you, you play this character it's kind of almost like visual storytelling rather than kind of a voiceover or cutscenes there's bits of text that you discover on the way but and uh, you go through this kind of colourful world on this adventure the, the game I'm thinking visually maybe on the story is his journey it has that kind of feel to it a little bit but it has platforming you go around these little biodomes, each world, and basically you have to sort of collect three orbs to open up a portal so you can get to the next place. Um, and to get these orbs, you have to do a series of sort of puzzly platforming to try to work out how to get to the orb. Um, and as you progress, you get um, different skills. So you start, you can just jump, then you get a dash in the midair, then you... You, can, you have this wand with your toe. You can sort of like snowboard on your wand for a while. Then you get this brilliant technique of you can teleport if you see a sort of like keystone in the distance. It does this kind of worming effect and goes over there and then you glide. And, it, and it's, it's about a four-hour game. It's brilliant. It's beautiful as well. It's really, really good. And I had a lot of fun with it. And, I'm, and we I did the review, so I got the code a little bit earlier. And I did the review and then Neil, um, Xbox Hub, boss he said oh can you quickly do a let's play of it and i hate sort of doing a let's play of a game that i've already done you know especially i've only just finished it about a day ago so like, so okay i went back and started again and it's just great to start again even though i just played it like two days ago it's like yeah i can do some other stuff on this i'm not seeing yet um but if you've got game pass just get it downloaded i'll go here it's really really good really lovely game recommend it highly any questions you two about it? Um, no, it sounds 
um, positively charming. Yeah, it's good. It's really nice. I um, shall have a look out it's for worth it. Doing it. It's very family friendly as well. Yes. There's no combat in it. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. Um, Richard, your next one. Is it a small one again? Is it, is it Bioshock 3? <laughs> no, no. It's a bit more recent. Okay. Uh, still, still last year. But, uh, well, the game, the original game came out last year, but I played the, the DLC for Watch Dogs Legion. It's called Bloodline. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, and I wrote a review for the Xbox Hub. But I must say, as much as I had problems with the Legion, this DLC is brilliant. Huh. Okay. I really, really recommend this DLC. It's it's a prequel, so you don't need to have finished Legion to fully enjoy it. And it brings back uh, Aiden Pierce from the first game <laughs> and Wrench from Watch Dogs 2, the guy with the mask. Oh, the sort of march. Yeah, okay, yeah. The computer-generating mask. It's yeah, like yeah, that mask, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think having having these characters as opposed to being able to recruit NPCs just makes it a much more interesting story, and you, you, you're far more invested in it. Um, so all that's one mission, all that's gone there, Richard. So you're not doing an NPC; you can swap anyone. You're just being those characters. Yeah, yeah. There's um, you start off as Aiden, and then about halfway you switch to Wrench. And then once you've finished it, I think you can swap between the two. But then if you went back into the main game, you could recruit those two as well. All right. But there's there's one mission towards the end that's just absolutely amazing. It's unlike anything I've played in Watch Dogs in any of the games. And I really, I, I, it's disappointing that you don't have safe states because I wouldn't happily sit and play through it again. <laughs> it's, wow. It's called is it called bury bury your dead and how far did you get through Legion? I finished the main campaign. So you know the bit where you go to I can't remember her name. The woman's house. And oh yeah, of, she's the evil woman who's got the people under. We can't not do yeah, spoilers yeah. yet. Some, okay. Something Larson is it? Yeah, call blimey governor. Call blimey. <laughs> yeah. It starts off similar to that, and then. And by the way, you're playing you're playing as someone completely different as well at this point, which is which was a pleasant surprise. Um, it almost becomes like um, PT, you know the, oh, yeah, the yeah. trailer. Yeah. So you're just walking through this this basically a haunted house, and all these doors sort of close, and you know you, you're trying to figure out the truth of something that's happened. Um. Yeah, I just it's, it's it's basically like PT in Watch Dogs Legion, wow. and it's just it's just brilliant. So, how long is the this kind of bit of DLC? Uh, the story the story is like four or five hours. It's not very long, but it doesn't. It's a very self-contained story at the same time, um, and and quite quite enjoyable as well. So, I've got the Game Pass on it. Oh, you know the sorry Season Pass. So, I should down. I was thinking, do I download it? Yeah, do I get? Oh on? yeah, definitely. Okay, I'll do that. Really, really good. Have you played Watch Dogs Legion, Paul? Nope. <laughs> I, I played the first one and hated it. I guess. So just didn't bother. I just, I, I think I've, I, I bought it brand new when it first came out. Played it for about three or four hours and just thought this is absolutely <laughs> shocking and took it back to the shop and traded it in the same day. Right. You should you should take that on your next work trip and finish it off. <laughs> uh, well, then I'd have to. T- I would. It doesn't play on the 360, does it? So I can't. Oh, did you get the Xbox One version? I uh, yes. Ah right. Because okay. I had an Xbox One at the time. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, Watch Dogs just doesn't interest me at all. Okay. Well, we're going to dismissive or anything, but yeah, it sucks. Okay. <laughs> I will. I think I'll give that a go. I just space at the moment. There's so many games coming out, which we'll talk about soon. Yeah. yeah uh, but yeah, I will. I'll do it. Um, Paul, what's your next one? My next one um, is coming bang smack up to date. It was released yesterday. Um, and it's a little game called Trigger Witch from East Asia Soft. Hmm. And it looks like somebody played a game like Zelda A Link to the Past you know, with the top-down perspective. Yeah. Um, replaced Link with a witch 
and then gave us some guns and turned it into a twin stick shooter. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is honestly, it is brilliant. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had to review it for the site and played all the way through. And oh, honestly, I just couldn't stop playing it. It was so good. This little witch running around with the most ridiculous overpowered weapons you've ever seen in your life. Um, it's just <laughs> it's fantastic. And just as a, an added bonus, um, it isn't one of the East Asia soft titles that as soon as you turn the game on, it goes, here are all the achievements. Ah, right. You've got to work for it. I've got to the end of the game and finished it. And the twist in the story, honestly, you've never seen anything like it, so I'm going to keep that to myself. But, um, yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. And that's out now, is it? That's out now, yes. It was released yesterday, and it's very, very good. Okay, good. Trigger Witch. Okay, I'm not going to play that. I'm not, not going to play that. You've got no interest in that. Yeah. <laughs> not a walking simulator. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next game I've got is isn't a walking simulator. It's uh, a game that really surprised me. Actually, it was one of those we get when we we have a list of games to review, and no one really was taking this. I took it because we were, we like we we take reviews if there isn't you know there isn't enough people on, and it's called Paint the Town Red. And it's a game that I never heard of. It's it was on PC on early access for a while, and it's built a sort of community there. And it's about it's almost like I described it as two games in one. And the sort of main game, first of all, is you 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 you're in first person, and you go into a bar. For example, one of the levels is a bar. Another one is a disco. Another one's a prison. You go into that environment. And everyone looks at you, and then you start a fight. And then everyone tries to kill you, and it's carnage. It's like on a Saturday night. Yeah. And um, hey, now. All, all you could do is, is kick, but you can pick up any object around you. Like, there's some weapons around. Sometimes it's just a bar stool. Sometimes it's a, it's a pool cue. <laughs> it's anything around. And then you can use it once on someone. And, uh, and then... Your object is to get through, I don't know, there's, I think there's maybe 100 people in the bar to get down to just you surviving, first of all, which is quite hard. And, and then you have six levels, just like that, to do that. And then you can, then you've got, it's a very PC thing, you've got attributes you can put on, like a modifier, sorry, that's the word. So you can, you can put on a modifier to say, I don't know, you can, if you just punch them once, they're going to die. Or... If I get punched once, I'm going to die. Or I, everyone I touch is going to explode. Or any, everyone's going to be a walking dead. Everyone's going to be a zombie. Or everyone's going to... I'm going to have a, a special power that I can jump in the air and sort of do a, a knockout blast that will knock a few people over. So it has these sort of things of different ways of you um, just making it more challenging, making it more kind of interesting. It's just... I mean, at the end of the day, it's really good fun just going into a place and because they all fight each other as well and there's a band playing in one of the things you know band you have to beat the band out the music stops it's it's really great it's really great so that on its own is good and then added to that is a kind of an arena mode which is like you know like a gladiator arena same thing again 100 people there but you've got um bladed machines going around flame pits you know and then they're sort of like challenge mode it's almost like a um what's it called when they like the gears of war defense hard hard mode yeah like a hard mode just more you just keep going up the challenge goes up and up and uh and it's all kind of voxel kind of graphics that look great and so then you've got you that's your kind of and that on its own is you, you know you go fine that's great but then there's that other mode called beneath and beneath is is a, almost like a story so you go into the same you go and you go sort of like underneath into this government facility and then you go basically into an rpg you choose a class and you go underground and you have to go through caverns and caves and kill creatures and zombies and things that go and have boss fights. Um, and again, using the same techniques of you grab one weapon or you can punt, you can kick and sort of run. And it's, it's really, really good. And 
it's popular as well. You know, I've done a, a Let's Play of it, which is out now, and that's just, it's, loads of people are watching it because I think it appeals to a lot of people where they've heard about it. I think on the PC it gained a, it hasn't got this on the Xbox, which is a shame. There was a kind of creator mode in there. You could create your own levels mm. around that and your things. And so they, it, I think it built quite a big audience and then it started to drop off and now it's onto console. So hopefully they might add that on. But that's good. It's really good fun. Paint the town red. Blimey. Blimey. Um, of all the games that I would have said that you would have I know. done, is correct. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a walk into a pub and start a fight. No, suddenly. I know. <laughs> exactly that. Um, Amazing. Richard, what's your last one? Uh, my last one is Flight Simulator that came out onto the mm. Xbox Series X and Series S this week. Um, I watched your Let's Play on it earlier, Gareth. <laughs> my my training school, my trying to get out of the flight school, yeah. I was impressed with some of your skills. Oh, that's all right. Just see the next one, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've not I've not really done much with it at the moment. I um I think the, the first thing I did was obviously set off from my nearest airport and and found my house. <laughs> and I must say, my house looks a lot better in flight simulator <laughs> than it does in real life. <laughs> um. And then I set off in Dubai because I wanted to see the the Palm, mm. but I got lost because I'm still trying to f- figure out exactly how to do it. So I, I couldn't find that. And then Laura and I were sat down, um, and I, sh- I was showing a flight simulator. She went, "Oh, let's have a look at, at Disney World, which is where we're going on our honeymoon." Yeah. And we were able to fly over that, and we recognised quite a few buildings as well which was really really impressive and then last night i was like right i've I've done all these takeoffs i think i I think i can do a takeoff pretty well in the the default cessna yeah um i'll 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 attempt to land in so i I applied a course from uh, leeds bradford airport to manchester airport which is a flight time of about 25 minutes and uh set off it was really beautiful because it was all at this point it was all at night time so i could see all the the roads and the the, the street lights and everything it was really really beautiful and uh just as i was approaching the runway i crashed <laughs> I, I didn't make it onto the onto the runway That's scary isn't it it's a it's quite it is really scary oh right. yeah i thought i thought i was doing it but then i watched your let's play and it was it wasn't the I can't even remember the name of it now, but you know the, the like the, the um the flywheel that you had to turn. Yeah, you sort of put that pull up at the last second, isn't it? Yeah, that was all new information to me, so uh, right, <laughs> that's yeah. where I went wrong. Well, tell you what, I've I've done. I did a sort of training module on the Airbus, which is like a the jet engine. You know, yeah. one do that. I mean, that's all you really? do because they just do a, just take off and it does autopilot. It's great. Right, it's all like nothing to kind of keep it going. <laughs> the cess is the hardest thing to do. I mean, you got to keep it. You got to keep. You know, if you just touch it, it starts to drop or go. Up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does. I mean, it's really interesting. Both those games I just said with um, Paint the Town Red. It's almost like a PC game that they've, you know, these little right, these little modifiers on it, and it's just, it's similar with this. It has a very kind of PC feel to it. You know. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say it's very well optimized for consoles. No. I think um, yeah, a lot of the menus that come up have the, the the cross in the top right corner, and it's and it's it's not easy to navigate menus and stuff. You just try looking for buttons on the thing. If you're looking for the training game, they can turn this button. You're just looking around, going, "I don't know how to." I can't read any of this. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it looks beautiful, doesn't it? It's some bits, yeah, it's, it's like it's stunning. It's certainly a game I can spend a lot of time playing, even and and not fully understand everything what's going on on it. But I'm happy to just fly around these places that I've always wanted to see from the sky. Well, I think that's a problem. The problem is to fly and see something properly. You have to you have to control the the plane quite a lot. So you actually, most of my time is just controlling to keep the planes from stopping crashing <laughs> rather than looking anywhere. The moment I went to another view, it was like the plane started to drop. I was like, oh God, I've got to sort this out. Um, it's, it's really worth noting as well. It's like go into your, uh, everyone else would have done this, go into your, go into the downloads and there's lots of free download packs and the other ones yeah. you have to pay for. So you get, 
there's a free one for England, for example, isn't there? You can get more added features, or for France, like there's more monuments to visit and stuff like that. Yeah, and and, and I think that's another reason why we're saying it's not very well suited for console. Because if that had a, if there had been an update for it on console, it would have been straight into a, there's a download for your game, and you can't play it online until you downloaded it. Yeah. But being PC, you can sort of pick and choose these world packs, world yeah. updates to install and uninstall. It's a lot of gig, isn't it? How much is it so far? It's about 140 or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I've not been able to put these extra detailed packs on yet because mm-hmm. I've not, not got the space. Yeah. Um, do you fancy this, uh, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to surprise you and oh. say that I do actually quite fancy it. I've not downloaded it yet because obviously I've not been near my Xbox. Um, but I think games like this were the reason I, I actually went out and bought the expansion card for the Series X. Oh, um, oh yeah. Because for some reason, I don't know. I don't know if this is something that they normally do. And obviously, there are other online retailers. But Amazon were having a sale for it. It was a hundred and eighty pounds, yeah. I think. Yeah. But they also then said, if you want to buy this. You can pay for it thirty six pounds a month instead. Oh, okay. So instead of having to stump up the hundred and eighty quid off the thingy, I just pay for it over whatever months it is, five months or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is quite nice. Um, and it's it's lovely. Um, so obviously my Series X has now got two terabytes of storage. Um, so they I can put as many expansion packs as I want on it. <laughs> I think you're going to need it, though, Paul. I think it, I think I'm getting worried now because if the games are going to be this size, which they're going to get more and more, we're going to get more yeah. this generation of games. Yeah, and they're all going to be this size. It's already I'm stri- I'm really struggling just to go, and I'm like I really want to take Assassins off, but I can't because the DLC is coming out soon. So it's like, yeah. So I think you're the wise thing to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know what you need? An expansion card. I do. I do. <laughs> it it's great as well. It came in the classic sort of massive Amazon box about oh, the size God. of a hardback sort of textbook kind of size box. And the thing sits in the palm of your hand. It's absolutely wow. tiny. So, yeah, but it's it's very impressive. It The speed it runs at and everything else, it's just you can't tell the difference between that and the internal storage. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously the point. So I mean, it's been a big. We we'll talk about August a bit in a bit, but it's a big. That's a big week for Xbox this week with Microsoft Flight Sim. You've got Omno. You've got um, the as- <laughs> yeah, and you've got the Ascent coming out now at the moment. Ascent's today. out today as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a big sort of week for games this week. There's another mm. one in there as well, I think. Um, yeah. Um, Paul, what was your? Have you done your other game? I haven't done my third game. Go on. Um, my third game is a little, uh, it's one from Ratalika Games, actually, um, called Within the Blade. And it's basically, it's a, you are a ninja and you have to go and kill people. And it's a left to right scrolling retro styled ninja rum up. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a genre, but it is now. Um, <laughs> Gets the point yeah, across. Basically, it's um, it's it's all right. Um, it's nothing amazing. It throws achievements at you every 36 seconds, um, which is always nice. Mm. But other than that, it's just very much some ninja game. Um, but watch out for an upcoming review, dear listeners. Okay. All right. <laughs> Look forward to that. Um, the last game on the list is I've done a review for is a Nightbook, and that's an F full motion video game by Wales Interactive. We do a lot of those. And um, it's a story about a translator, an interpreter, who's pregnant in a house and she's um she can interpret french but this kind of other this kind of lost language from this specific island um that she's an expert in and so the the game's sort of like done through the laptop so you're seeing her sort of zoom calls with her 
with people she's translating and it's and her father's in locked in the bedroom having a um a psychiatric breakdown and it looks like a possession as well all to do with this kind of lost forgotten language and uh, the mystery unfolds. But what was interesting about it, I mean, I think this is really good. They've done, this is one of the better ones that Wales Interactive have done. The story's good, the acting's really good. But it was all filmed in lockdown, this one. So once you know that, that's how they're advertising. So the actors and the, uh, had to do all their own lighting. They had to film on these um, cameras, which are called Black Magic cameras, which are really lovely kind of bits of kit, but they get that cinema quality. And uh, generally, it really works. They've done really good. There's, only, there's one guy who had a... He's like a posh person who's in an office. Doesn't look like an office. Looks like he's the kitchen in his room. <laughs> a few, like, executive toys around. But, yeah. But generally, it's good. So if you're a full-motion video fan and there are some out there, it's um, definitely worth giving it a go. That's out now. I enjoyed it very much. Um, the yeah. one... Sorry, Gareth. Was, yeah. I, I think I saw the picture on the review. Was it Colin Salmon? Is this the one? It isn't. No, it looks like him. I don't think it is. Maybe oh, I'm right. wrong on this. But yeah, I thought it was first of all. I don't think it is. It really looks like him though. But maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure it was on that picture. Yeah. Let me have a check. We'll check that. Come back. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. So have a, if you like your full motion video. If you don't, I mean, gameplay wise, you're not doing much. You're going, I'll either choose this choice or I won't choose this one. You know, there are other full motion video genres that push the boundaries a little bit more. This is quite like, you go down this road or go down that. But the choices you make, there are about 18 different endings. So, and you, you know, I did, I did about three or four playthroughs and I was getting completely different scenes. So yeah, good, good. Right, gentlemen, let's move on to some news. Now it's not, it, it's not a huge bit of thing, but the first thing I want to talk about is um, on the PlayStation Kenya Bridge of Spirits, which is a game I think I'd be looking forward to. Richard, you've been looking forward to. Even Paul said it looked really good. Um, it. It's been delayed to September the 21st um, from August, so that's just moved a month. And I was just thinking about that, thinking it's probably a, a good thing for that because August is quite busy, isn't it? Yeah, we've, we've spoke about this a few times before, but... August always was typically a quiet month mm. um, in before September and then the, the, the Christmas season. But it's that's it's not the case anymore at all, is it? There's no. big releases throughout the year. Yeah, and yeah, anything, any any delay, no delay is good. But if it's for polish and stuff, then it's fine. But yeah, because what we we've got coming out, we've got on the on the Xbox on the Game Pass, we've got. Um, 13 minutes or was it what's it called 15 minutes 12 12 12 minutes 12 minutes you've been looking forward to oh, yeah, since, since yeah. it was announced yes and now you've forgotten the name of it. I can't remember any of it uh, uh, Psychonauts 2 that's on Game Pass yeah. as well and yeah. there's another biggie Hades is in that mix as well isn't it mm-hmm. um that's three kind of big games. There's more in there, isn't there? There's quite a few more things coming out. There's the Assassin's Creed, which I said. The next bit of Big Big Punch of DLC, which is coming out August the 12th. Um, Siege of Paris and the big graphical updates. Uh, King's Bounty, which we think it's, it's, that's coming at the end of August, isn't it? Uh, 24th, I believe. That's just gone gold today. Right. So that's, that's on for its re- scheduled release date anyway. Um, and there's quite a few more things that I can't actually remember. What have I written down? But there's a lot that's going out in August. Where's James when you need him? I know. <laughs> Which ones are you looking forward to the most in this time? Hmm. Are you asking me or are you asking I'm Richard? I'm going to ask you, Paul. Ask me. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to probably, I'm quite looking forward to Hades. I didn't really know very much about this until it was on that, um, whatever that, um, like sizzle reel sort of thing is that we watched yeah. back in the day um, but now it, I, th- I think it looks really quite good so I'm uh, looking forward to playing that one I think it does look good, cool. about you Richard mm. yeah Hades as well held off from playing it on the Switch but now that it's coming to Game Pass uh, looking forward to giving that a try but also 
King's Bounty 2, which on one hand is daunting that it's going to be a, a 50-hour tactical RPG, which just puts me off nowadays. But at the same time, this, this does look like it's going to be pretty good. And also, you have got um, Aliens Fireteam Elite, which I know you're excited about, Paul, aren't you? Uh, I, I am excited. Anything that uh, features a xenomorph will always get my attention. <laughs> I, I, I've had good experiences with that. So, like, Alien Isolation was fantastic. But then, um, like, Colonial Marines will sort of sweep that one under the carpet. <laughs> That wasn't very good. <laughs> so, right the way back to Alien Trilogy on the original PlayStation. Do you remember that one? I do. Yeah, I like that one. That was yeah, really good. I enjoyed that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and also, there's um, Madden, of course, for the people who love Madden. Richard loves Madden. You review that for us, don't you? I enjoy American football, but I would say I enjoy Madden's a different thing entirely. <laughs> good. Good. Cool. Richard, we're reviewing that for us. And then there's. <laughs> Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut which looks another big game really because that's coming out from the PS5 so you can get if you've not played that on the PS5 you should definitely play it because you'll get there. have you played it Richard? no it oh. wasn't appealed to me oh play it I think you enjoy it and there's a whole new ex- expansion on a different island so I think I might have to get it I might wait on that though. I might wait it's quite a lot going out a lot going on very mm. busy time um, did you too see the um, Unreal Engine demo that came from the Gears of War Studio Coalition. Yes. Um, yes, I, I did my homework, Dad. Good. There were two little videos, <laughs> one that was showing the, um, what's it called? What do they love to call it? The triangulation of detail, or whatever the hell it's called. And they showed the little kind of, the cameras going through a kind of ancient kind of ruin. Um, and then you saw, see a magical artifact. So it's basically looking at the lighting, isn't it? And about the detail on the ground, all the mm-hmm. rocks and everything else. And the other one was... Um, I call them almost like a bit more of a standard one about a character um, seeing a close-up on someone's face and seeing the details that can go in there. Um, thoughts, first of all, for you two, before I say anything. Richard, what, what's your thoughts on this? Have you any? Uh, <laughs> it was just a tech demo. I don't, I don't want to get too excited about a potential new game coming from the Coalition. Yeah. I mean, it looked, it looked good. I thought the effects when the door was lighting up you know with all the uh, the little sparks and stuff i thought that was very impressive but i think the one that happened when unreal engine 5 was formally announced last year at part of the summer games fest i think mm. that one was a much more impressive demo the playstation one yeah yeah running on the ps5 yeah that almost had a similar setting didn't it it was a desert it, it did feel quite similar yeah. as well yeah um, Paul, what, you, what was your thoughts on it? Um, my thoughts were, well, pretty much the same as what uh, Richard said, to be honest. It's a tech demo. I'm not going to get, not going to be jumping up and down going, woo, this looks amazing. I can't wait to play it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's impressive what you can do with this engine. Um, and I think once the various studios get to grips with it, it's going to be quite impressive. I mean, I think I saw somewhere that State of Decay 3 is going to use this engine as well. So that should be quite impressive. And I think Hellblade, uh, Hellblade 2's using yeah, think, the engine yeah, as well. I think yeah. you're right, yeah. Which will look amazing with the Iceland setting. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, once they get to grips with it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to produce some very good looking games. There's no doubt about that. It's really interesting. I mean, the first thing I think is how much hard drive space is this going to cost? <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you know what you need, Gareth? Yeah, I you do. know what you need. I do. <laughs> I do need this thing. Um, but what's what's kind of interesting is it was interesting seeing, you know, with back to Microsoft Flight Sim, you know, going, this is the next-gen game. It's, you know, it's something that a lot of people wouldn't expect to see on a console. And it does deliver, doesn't it, that mm-hmm. um, visually. On some of this often, so it is an exciting time for games going forward to see what they were what they're going to do. But I tell you what, Neil was on here ages ago and he said the loaded screens they've just been the same as before. Uh, and it's funny with Flight Sim, it's like the same with yeah, that yeah. big loaded screens. And you go, of course, when the games get bigger, the loaded screens will still be there, won't they? And they're quite substantial on uh, yeah, Flight, flight sim. sim. Yeah. Um, 
good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's it's like exactly what you said. It's just a, it's a demo, but it could be. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think in a year's time, it's going to be really interesting. Um, let's talk about the uh, Halo game um, because some people have got emails saying you've been invited to the beta, beta. and other people are crying, crying in the corner. <laughs> um, so. You're basically you're playing the yeah the the betas happening at the moment, isn't it? It's multiplayer, the free to play multiplayer, and there's some footage online if you want to see it of a match running on the Xbox One and one on the Series X. Um, is this game coming out this year? Yes, yes, I think it is, isn't it? Why are they? Why are they saying? I don't think they could delay it anymore. Okay. Why haven't they said a date yet? <laughs> keep you in suspense i suspect um why are they waiting for something are they releasing the multiplayer and the campaign separately they are aren't they i don't know because the 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 multiplayer is free to play like you said and that's probably going to drop first and then you'll have to pay for the campaign i imagine unless you've got game pass unless you've got game pass of course um, I suppose that makes sense, though. Yeah, at least they're the, the putting something Halo related out this year. Yeah, because so if they can't get the story mode done, then at least they can go. No, no, no. We we never said we'd release the story. We just released the <laughs> multiplayer. Look, here it is on December the twenty ninth at half past eleven. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. <laughs> so it's uh, it's Gamescom next month, though. It is, yeah. Maybe because I know Microsoft usually do something smaller for that as well, don't they? Are they waiting for Call of Duty to say when their date is? No, I wouldn't have thought so. I think by now they're too far apart from each other. Mm. Yeah, okay. They can't be waiting for somebody else to blink first, surely. I mean, a game of this size that everybody's waiting for. They're not going to go, oh, but, you know, COD's out in November or whatever. We'd best push it to December or something. You know, it's, it's yeah. But I don't, I, suppose, I, they, I don't suppose they want to go on the same day as COD, do they? That's the whole thing. Because COD, well, COD's normally November the 5th or something, isn't it? Or the 11th around that. Well, it was for a while. Yeah, it's November the something, isn't it? Yeah, so they don't want to do, do the you same think day. That, do you think COD and Halo would attract? the same kind of audience i think multiplayer wise yeah i think it's i think that multiplayer it's a shooter still you know i think it has got a it does have that you know it's a first uh, sorry third person shooter isn't it first person i think cod needs to be more worried about battlefield as opposed to Um, halo absolutely yeah yeah i mean did you ever look at some of the videos were you impressed i mean Looks like a Halo game. <laughs> it's that. Do you know what? I thought that. I thought I've played this game. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like some Halo. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not a massive fan of Halo, if I'm honest. Um, I've, I've downloaded the Master Chef collection no end of times, and never got anywhere with it. I've, I've still not finished a Halo game ever. So. It seems to be a recurring theme with Paul in this. I tell you what, yeah, I start a game and then just go, (laughs) meh. You know, Halo, Watch Dogs, you know, the Assassin's Creed, I've never finished one of them. Wow. Um, Bioshock. Dear me, dear me. Yeah, I mean, I think think you're right. I think I'm kind of, I'm going to be really, I'll be playing the campaign probably more than I would be the multiplayer. I would have a go first of all and quite enjoy it, and then I stop when people beat me to the ground with a big science fiction gun in my head, constantly again and again and again. Um, Richard, are you a Halo fan? I can't remember. Yeah, um, hmm. I'm one of those that's crying that have not been invited into the bear. <laughs> oh no! Um, I think for for me, Halo multiplayer is the the, the pinnacle of multiplayer games. And it's probably the one that I would jump onto more more than any other. Um, and the camp- I enjoy the campaigns as well. So, did you get excited about this kind of footage you saw of the multiplayer? Um, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I get excited about it because, <laughs> like you say, it's, it's still Halo. It's, 
you could almost not not look at it and know exactly how it's going to look. Yeah, um, you can almost draw it draw it from memory of the other Halo games. So I don't think there's there's that issue, but I'm, it's more about how it feels. Like the the gunplay has changed so much over the installments that I think five five had it really really good, a lot better than four did. Um, yeah, just want to just want to play a new Halo. Basically, it's been a long time since five yeah. came out. Well, your dreams hopefully will soon come true, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's um, talk about which is Call of Duty I mentioned about now we're not going to go and talk about um, because I, I don't think it, we were talked about this last week me and Paul James, I don't think it's right to us to talk about what happened, what's happening at Activision and um, all the Call of Duty stuff which happened at that studio with bullying and this awful case I think you can look at that yourself which is terrible but it's um, I think what's happened this week isn't it there's been some people walking out of um, Ubisoft as well in support and um, on on sort of like the, the, the company culture of sort of sexual harassment, bullying, discrimination. Um, you can read about it yourself. I, I think it's, I think first of all, it's really great that people are sort of making a stand for this, aren't they, throughout the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's good to see everybody coming together to to say, you know what, it's 2021, this isn't okay anymore. Mm. Um, but, you know, like you say, any sort of, because we're so far removed from that world, I think any kind of comment we make runs the risk of upsetting somebody. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're probably uh, best off not touching that one with a barge pole. No, but I, th- I think what we can do is exactly say that is like you know you. I think it's it's great that other people are kind of making that stand of going. You know, we it's not it's not right to do things. It should be, you know, we everyone works everyone's worked at places. You know, when it's not been great. I mean, it's an interesting thing. I had someone I sort of a party who said to me about um, going into film and going into acting and about their daughter, and 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 the father said to me, I'm sort of a bit worried about them going into that now. You know, because the stories you've heard mm. of all that stuff, and I said the great news about what's happened with going like Me Too and with all bullying stuff in the film industry is that it will never happen. Ag- well, it will happen again, but it won't happen like it used to happen all the time um, when people were sort of scared of those environments because people, when more and more people do something or they walk out of things or they make a thing, um, that people just won't do it because when it affects kind of the business and the money it's um it's something that's a way to stop it it's a way to it's a way to stop it out and i think that's the same with film and hopefully that was same in this kind of culture that whole um bullying culture that kind of sexual harassment culture will hopefully will stop or people really be examining their working practices richard it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, on on one hand, I appreciate that we're saying that we we shouldn't talk about it without without wanting to sort of say something that wouldn't wouldn't go down well. But on the other hand, am I then thinking, well, is this part of the problem that people aren't talking about it? Mm. So I I've, I feel very conflicted about. It. I mean, what what has happened is absolutely terrible. And the fact that some of the stuff I've read is from six, seven years ago when it when it happened as well, and, and it's it's a shame that it's taken till now for some some of this stuff to come to light, and just how long it has been going on, and how ingrained it seems to be in in this culture in this company. But and it's not it's not just Activision, is it either? No, we've no. about it from from Ubisoft for a while. Insomniac, I've seen some stuff as well, and but like I say, with the the Me Too movement, sort of highlighted it and did a really good job of bringing everything to light, or not everything, but a lot of it to light, and people suddenly started to to appreciate that things needed to get better. And I hope, in a way, that this can almost be the 
that same movement for the video games industry. Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's really good that people can speak out about something that's happening that makes them feel vulnerable and makes them feel scared. I think that's probably a good thing without thinking they're gonna lose a job. Yeah. Now now is the time to do it. Yeah. And and, and have make it have the most impact. Yeah. Well that's put that's uh, that's brought the brought the mood down. <laughs> uh, but it's really interesting with Call of Duty as well because I think at the moment for that game coming out, you know, I I know from a lot of people, journalists, and some people are saying they won't, they're not going to review that game, yeah, or they're not going to talk about that game. So it's it, it's interesting for them at the moment to see where how they're going to land this one, you know, what they how they're going to do it, because um, they've got to they will release it. But it's uh, it's going to be interesting in the last co- next couple of weeks to see how that goes. Mm. There's uh, there's probably a lot of uh, things still to be said and sorted out. I would imagine. Mm. Yeah. Um, right. Good, gentlemen. This is good. Um, we've got anything else? We're not. That's not, not a lot else. There's games for gold. Um, Marvel Avengers War for Wakanda's got release date. Um, if anyone's still playing Avengers, I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's coming out the big uh, update free update August 17th uh, Black Panther um, new story uh, villains that you know some people will be very excited about that you haven't played it yet Richard have you nope it's still signed it's cellophane <laughs> or have you played it of course you haven't I, have, I haven't no surprisingly <laughs> you've uh... I, I, I looked at the thingies I looked at the the videos of it and I just thought meh again yeah meh. You know, it's not, I don't know. I mean, the one I'm excited about is the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game that's coming out. That looks fantastic. So I think I'll get my Marvel fix there rather than with Avengers. Yeah. Brilliant. There you go. And what are we looking forward to next week coming out? Richard, what are you after? Um, I've got a week off. Um, Well, a week off from work. Laura's away with her family, so I'm heading up to my dad's dad's lodge in North Yorkshire. Nice. And I'm looking forward to to doing some walks up there. I'm trying to. It might sound a bit silly, but one of the things I really, really want to do is to to see a snake in the wild. So I'm going to be perusing all the uh, the local hotspots <laughs> to, try, to try and find a. <laughs> a snake, and that's that's not a euphemism. I'm like genuinely going to be looking for a snake next in, week's podcast. In its natural habitat. <laughs> Richard, are you sure you're not in Skyrim itself from the description <laughs> of your weekend? And now you look off to find a snake in the snake. It's just honestly, it's just, and like, I'm saying it now, but it's just one of the one things I really, really want to do because I, I remember I was in France when I was 11 or 12, and I found. Uh, a nest with some snake eggs in and ever since then I've been absolutely fascinated by snakes in the wild and I don't think the weather's going to be good enough for it next week but that doesn't mean I'm not going to try Wow, you've got speed for the snake in the wild Richard, that's it, please come back and tell us, remember next time you come back, I want a photo (laughs) Oh there'll be a photo there'll be a photo of of me taking a picture of the snake and then me running away (laughs) As the snake takes his phone off him. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the Yorkshire snake. Uh, um, well, shall I tell you, the one place that I've actually caught a snake in the wild, you'll you'll not believe this, it was at Snetterton Raceway in Nor- in Norfolk. Um, right, that's was, getting onto the list. I was walking towards the pit area and there was a garter snake on the tarmac in front of me. So I managed to catch it and pick it up. If you're going to pick it up, hold it behind the head. They can't bite you there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, not that I'm going to pick it up, but well, that's good advice know, for everyone else listening. Because this thing was about to get squished by all of the race cars that were oh. about to come in off the track. I caught it, picked it up and put it back in the grass. And as it went away, it gave me a little cheery wave. <laughs> that's a nice story. I like this. A lovely garter snake. It was absolutely beautiful. Little yellow sort of ears on it. So there oh. you go. I used, I used to keep snakes. So Wow. 
Yes, I didn't think that. This is not how I would have ever imagined this podcast finishing. Well, you know, <laughs> tune in next week for Paul's fishing tips. Yeah. And now, oh, Paul, oh what, what are you doing? What are you doing this week? Um, just the normal. I'm going to go fishing on Saturday, um, which I'm really looking forward to. Because um, after having a week away, I feel like I've earned it. Um, and then the rest of the week, it'll be back to work, doing the day job, and then reviewing all of the games because just before neil goes on holiday he's sort of handed me a stack of code about eight games thick i went there you go can you just review those <laughs> oh yes no problem neil <laughs> yeah, there you go um i've got nothing i was going to do lemon skate as my thing i'm looking for i don't think it's out i think it's been delayed to, 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 till september so i'm, I, I'm not sure oh, no. so we're gonna i'll, I'll stop in that i'm gonna play more with flight sim i'm gonna do some trips. Yeah, see the world. Can I ask you a question, Gareth? You certainly can. Did you get your new car? I got a new car. I got an electric car. So that's what I'll be doing this weekend, working out how it works. Because <laughs> all I'm doing is driving it around the place and pressing buttons and going, what's this? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Because, yeah, you spoke about it last week. You were going to get it. I just wanted to make sure it had turned up. It's good. It's lovely. It's very fancy, but it, I don't know how the hell it works. But it's good. It, I can start it's it. Blue. It's not blue, it's black. <laughs> how are you going to know it's yours? If it's I don't blue? know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, cool. thank you so much. Brilliant. Um, Paul, thank you very much for stepping in last minute. And uh, where can we find you if you want to speak to you? Uh, Paul? If you, want, if you want to speak to me, I am on the Twitter at Xbox Hub Paul. And Richard? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dobbo1912. Great. And you can find me on GB Briley on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. 